Friends, let's just be together in a moment of prayer before we begin to hear the word of God. Let's be together in a moment of prayer. God, we pray that your spirit rests upon all of us and may your spirit rest upon me. Help me to take these words, flawed and limited as they are, and may these words be a vessel of your message of the power of your gospel. Give us ears to hear. I pray it in Christ's name. Amen. Good morning, my friends, and good morning, Colonial UCC in Prairie Village, Kansas. It is so good to be here this morning to share this word with you. So I begin with a story. It's a personal story from my life, and I want you to go on this little journey with me. Imagine, icy water stabbed my lungs. I grasped for air. I asked myself, where am I? Why? Am I floundering suddenly in water? It was many years ago that my dad and I took a canoe trip. This is Father's Day after all, friends. And we took a canoe trip on a white water river trip in the Chapaug River of Western Connecticut. It was cold, it was March, you could still see the ice clinging to the branches on the side of the river. Mom said, you guys are crazy. Well, maybe she was right. We were on this trip. We were gliding down the current, and then suddenly the canoe hit a rock, and the rock had the power to torque the canoe and put it perpendicular to the river. The river just suddenly poured into the canoe and filled the canoe up. Suddenly I asked myself, where am I? What's happening? Where's my glasses? Where's the paddles? Everything's being swept downstream. Dad, help me. Where are you? It was seconds, but my gosh, it felt like eternity. And then suddenly I felt my dad's arm around me, and my dad's voice said, Pete, don't worry. You're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. And with that, he carried me through the rapids, up to the riverbank, and lifted me onto dry land. I stood there shivering, my clothes soaking wet, my feet, my teeth were chattering away, but never had it felt so good to be on solid ground. Dad, save me, I could have drowned. I was just like the other Peter, the disciple Peter, who with his friends was in the boat that day in the Sea of Galilee and the wind came up and suddenly there was a storm on the sea. And Jesus was in the boat and he was asleep and the disciples were so afraid. And Jesus got up and he spoke to the storm and he said, peace, be still. And suddenly the calm came and the disciples said to each other, who is this that even wind and sea obey? Now, I know, but my dad was not Jesus. And if my dad thought that I was telling you this morning that he was Jesus, he'd be looking down on us right now, smiling and shaking his head because he knew that he was not and especially my mom, who died in January, she would be shaking her heads and say, no, he was definitely not Jesus. And yet, if I were to ask you, what does it mean to you? 
when you call Jesus our Savior. I wouldn't be surprised if you reached in your own life for a human example, somebody that I say is God with skin on, to, that showed you and gave you a sense of what it would be like to be saved, to be rescued, to have that feeling. So for me, on this Father's Day, when we celebrate and honor our fathers, I cannot help but think about my own dad and about that cold March day when the old man braved the rapids and pulled me out of that river and put me up on dry land. Dad was far from perfect. And maybe you could say his judgment was flawed for taking me in the river in the first place, but he pulled me out of that frothy white tumult of the Chapag River and put me on solid ground. So when we speak about Jesus as Savior, that memory comes so fresh to mind. And sometimes we do ask ourselves, what does it mean? What does it mean to you to think of Jesus being your Savior? Perhaps for some of you, what comes to mind is the way that many church traditions and some church traditions have talked about Jesus, the Savior. Well, Jesus is the one who saves us from going to hell. Jesus is the one that rescues us at the point of death and takes us to heaven. That we have sort of in mind that Jesus is kind of the get out of jail free card. Remember playing that old game Monopoly? And if you had that free card, you were in good shape. Jesus is the get out of, get out of jail free card that rescues us and takes us to heaven. But you know, my friends, we in the United Church of Christ have never really been big on what happens after this life, we've been much more focused on what happens in this life. I had somebody once come to me in the parking lot and said, Pastor, what happens to us after we die? And I told him, quite honestly, I know no more about what happens after we die than a two-year-old. And don't let anybody tell you differently. So I suspect that many of us in the UCC are uncomfortable talking about Jesus as Savior because we think about this tradition about, well, Jesus is this ticket to heaven. We're more comfortable thinking about Jesus as the teacher. After all, we love learning, and learning is such a high value in our United Church of Christ. But I think it's too bad, my friends. I think it's too bad that if we are turned off by that theology that we skew altogether the idea of Jesus being a savior in our life. Because I think we really are missing something. Diana Butler Bass in her brand new book called Freeing Jesus talks about the word salvation comes from the Latin word salvus. And what salvus means is not about getting a ticket to heaven, but it's about being rescued in this life. It's about being made whole. It's about being brought to safety. And it's in that sense of the word that I want to talk about salvation and Jesus as Savior this morning. That salvation in terms of Jesus is not just about our individual salvation, but it's about all of us together being saved, the earth being saved, that day when oppression ends and mercy reigns and violence ceases to exist and all live safely. Now, friends, who among us doesn't think that the earth needs saving? 
Who doesn't look into their soul from time to time and realize that we need saving too? Who among us feels that we have it all together? That we can save ourselves by our own pluck and smarts, that we're so assured of our self-sufficiency? Who among us can say, hey, I'm fine. I've got it under control. I've got this. I don't need any help. You know, it's Father's Day, and well, people of my gender are notorious for a feeling and an attitude that somehow we can take care of ourselves, and we don't need any help, thank you. But that's not true. I don't know about you, but sometimes on the inside, I'm just a big mess. And I need and look to a power beyond me to get me through life. And when everything is going really well and swimmingly and the current is behind me and the wind is at my back and all is right with the world, then maybe then I don't need a savior. But what about when the storms do come? What then? Not just the storms and the outside of our lives of things that happen to us, but the storms that are inside of us, deep inside of ourselves when the anger bubbles up, or our fears, our compulsions, our desires, the jealousy, the envy, the regrets, all this stuff inside of us that sometimes can feel like we're just in the middle of the storm and we can't get out of it. We feel like we're heading into rapids and there's no turning back. There's no escaping those rocks that lie ahead of us. There's no escaping that waters, that froth, that tumult. And friends, having Jesus as a teacher is not enough. In those moments, we need Jesus as a savior, as my savior and my life. Something to get us through and beyond our fears. Because let's face it, we all have our fears. We've all been in the storms of life. It's nothing to be ashamed of, to be afraid. In fact, my favorite definition of courage is this. You know what courage is? Courage is fear that has said its prayers. It's fear that has said its prayers. Fear is part of life. The Bible knows that because the word fear in the Bible shows up 365 times. Jesus says, or in the Old Testament, fear not. Do not be afraid. Fear not, said the angels to the shepherds, for I bring you good news of a Savior born to you this day in the city of David. So when I think about being safe and what it means to say Jesus is my Savior, I'm talking to you about being saved in every possible way a person can be saved. I'm talking about when we're lost, being brought home, and when we're confused, finding direction. And when we're in the dark, finding the light. And when we feel surrounded by evil, trusting that love will overcome it. Being free from harm, rescued, redeemed, made whole, and finding that peace that goes beyond all human understanding. When we feel that peace inside of our soul, we know that we are saved. Many years 
after that canoeing with my dad so many years ago, but yep, many years ago, when I was 22 years old, I was a young man. It was a scary time in our family and our family was thrust into the rapids one more time. Dad was dying and we knew he was dying. Dying at the age of 50, a young man. And I and my brothers wondered what was going to come next and how we were going to make it. And what did this all mean? And then in that time, dad reached out again, a saving hand. Because dad told us at the end of life that he had come to be at a place of peace about his death, his mortality. And he said to us, and he said, you guys, my life is this gift. It's this amazing gift given to me by my creator. And all of my life is a gift given by the grace of a loving God. That was almost 50 years ago, but you know, my friends, that's a piece I carry with me to this day. Now, dad wasn't perfect, but in some ways he was God with skin on, showing us the way of Jesus as the Savior. Yep, Dad was a UCC pastor, and he would end every worship service with these famous words from the prophet Joshua. Joshua who spoke to the people of Israel when they were in the wilderness, and they too were lost, when they too were cast about in the storm and didn't know how they'd ever make it through. Just like the disciples were in the boat in the storm. Just like my dad and I were in the canoe that day and suddenly I was floundering in that river and I was freezing cold and I could feel that icy cold water stabbing my lungs and I grasped for air. And just like that day, Joshua said, be strong and be of good courage and fear not for the Lord is with you wherever you go. The Lord is with you wherever you go. You see, my friends, courage is fear that has said its prayers. And Jesus said to the wind and sea, be still. And the disciples wondered, who is this that wind and sea obey? And so, friend, again and again, we are called, even in the midst of the storms of life, Jesus calls us over the tumult in this wild, restless sea to come to him, to hear his voice, to hear his message. Jesus, my Savior. Amen.